Amanda and welcome to the Creative Steam Podcast. This is the place where I try and help you keep sane and creative working from home. I'll help you go from fed up to fired up to accelerate your business growth with the tools and lessons I've learned over the years. On this episode, I'm talking about five ways to help you stay productive and keep sane working from home. I've been doing it since 2013 when I first went self-employed. At one point in my early days in the event company, I did go into a shared rented office just with a couple of other people because I wanted company in my day. And even then in Bristol, there was the occasional day that I just got lonely. Sometimes I'd go out to the supermarket just so I could chat to another human Maybe I'm just needy, I don't know, but I do know myself well enough to know that I need connection from humans in my day. And I want to help you all I can from the knowledge and experience I've gained over the years. And listen, I haven't yet figured out the elusive six or seven figure business. But one thing I do know is that it takes a lot more than just sales and marketing to make a business work. Your confidence and creativity need to be intact along with your mental and emotional health. And working at home on your Todd can be really lonely and isolating. And you need a ton of grit, determination and, quite frankly, courage. I started Creative Women's Mastermind after experiencing my own loneliness and isolation from the mountains here in the French Alps. And now it's really ironic that we're all in this position. So I'm glad I started it when I did. And I'm also glad that, and this may resonate actually, if you've got a business idea and you're talking yourself out of it and you're afraid to go for it and find the courage and dig deep and actually take some action... I'm sitting here right now after launching Creative Women's Mastermind, what, about nine months ago, I think. And if I was sitting here, now that we're all in this position of loneliness and isolation, well, not necessarily all of us, but a lot of us, having not opened my business because of the isolation reasons, I would absolutely be kicking myself right now. So there you go. You've just got to trust that the idea is in your mind for a reason. And I encourage you to scratch that itch, follow the curiosity and take some courageous action, take some inspired action and do some research, validate your idea. It's super important, but definitely do not sit on it and regret it in a year's time. So listen, you and me, we're just going to be getting to know each other, right? And I hope that I will offer as much as I can in terms of helping you. You'll begin to learn that I'm a little opinionated. But that said, I do pick my battles. (laughs) Whilst I love helping people, I don't particularly like the word value. She puts in air quotes. For me, it's simply about being helpful, kind and a decent human being. I don't know, maybe I've heard it too much in this online space. It just doesn't resonate that much with me. And I think you have to find the language that resonates. So hopefully some of my language and most of my language will resonate with you. But we'll be getting to know each other on this uh, podcast journey. I'm also a bit of a self-depreciating Brit. And I do like to take the mick out of myself every now and again. It's just my humour. I'm very aware of language, especially talking to myself. So just know that it is a bit tongue in cheek. And I don't know if this is an age thing. Like, I'm not a millennial, but I do not resonate with the word boss, babe. Boss, yeah, of course, I am my own boss. And I'm guessing you're your own boss. But babe, nah, I'm a mid-40s-year-old, perimenopausal, few grey hairs, And quite frankly, I'm trying to hold it all together and keep the show on the road. So I'm pretty real. I'm down to earth. What you see is what you get with me. I don't hold any punches. I'm quite straight talking. I hope to be helpful. I hope to be inspiring. I want to help you accelerate your business growth journey. And I look forward to you joining me on the Creative Steam podcast journey. It's going to be a roller coaster, but if you're up for a good ride, then oh, 
that didn't really come out right, did it? (laughs) You know what I mean? If you want to learn, you want to have some fun, you want to get inspired, then hopefully this show will provide that for you. So what are my five top tips to staying productive and sane working from home? Okay, so the first one is routine. And it is the key ingredient to getting stuff done. You have to create a daily routine using all the benchmarks that you've got, like your wake up time, your get up time, your shower, dress, like every little benchmark in your day. Food and meal times is a great benchmark. What time you put the kids to bed, what time you're changing for bed, going to sleep, getting up in the morning. All of that makes up your daily routine. I'm not just talking about your business routine. I'm talking about your whole day. And I know when I first became my own boss, I think it was novelty factor at the beginning. Like, oh, wow, you know, you're just craving for all this freedom and you get it. You're released. You're released from the shackles of the payslip. And it's almost like, well, I know for me, like I had this rebellious streak in me. I'm like, no, nobody's going to tell me what time I'm getting up today. I'm getting up when I feel like it. And that didn't last long because I quickly learned that I wasn't getting a lot done in my day. And I'm not talking like I wasn't lying in bed till like midday or anything stupid, but I was just lying in longer than I would have gotten up for work. So I soon realised that I needed to have a get up time and basically try and keep the same routine that I kept going for the office. Now, that's just how my brain worked. Yours may work a bit differently, but I know for me, the thing I noticed, I was just rebelling and kind of enjoying the fact that nobody was telling me what to do and what time I had to be there. I was my own boss and I was loving it and I was loving the freedom. But definitely try and get a routine going if you want to get the most out of your day. I think freestyling at weekends is great, but the body does love a routine. So try and stick to some key benchmarks. So whether that's like breakfast, lunch, dinner, bedtime, get up time, or like sometimes at weekends, you might like a lion, like I know I do. And I I genuinely sleep a bit longer at weekends. But I do still try and keep like my morning routine of personal development for half an hour ish and then getting on with my day. And I'm going to get to the blocks of time in a minute and actually your schedule. But I think it's really important to try and keep some sort of routine at weekends, too. But routine is the key ingredient for everything else to slot into place. Take a step back to take a step forward. So you can do it at weekends if you haven't got the time in the week and you're up against it work-wise. But I recommend that you actually write your routine out on pen and paper and get the timings and everything you do down on a bit of paper. If you're a millennial, I recommend you try it. It's a good thing. You might like the pen and paper. There is more of a connection between when you write and your brain and it does make a difference. So yeah, a routine is the backbone to getting more done in your day for sure because everything builds up around that, which leads me on to my second point, schedule. So create a working schedule around your daily routine. So this is where I want you to actually block out time to work in between the benchmarks that you've identified. So mainly the larger ones, such as, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I always say those because they are, they're the key benchmarks I think most of us kind of work around. Um, but you may have client meetings in there and I'm not necessarily talking about client calls or anything. I know that's work, but I'm talking about on time that you can actually work on your business. You need to identify which times of the week work well for you and think about can you set times for running client calls, replying to emails, creating content like those are the kind of blocks that you need to get into your week. Because I think, well, certainly in my experience that 
having blocks to allow yourself the time to actually get into the job that you're trying to do, get into the task. And I know for me, like if I'm creating content, yes, I can create some posts really quickly if I wanted to, but actually I like to batch create and I think it's more efficient if we batch create. That's just one example, but like client calls, you may want to do client calls always on a morning between 11 and 12 or between three and four in the afternoon. So identify what days work best for you. What times of the day do you work best for you? When are you most creative? When are you most productive? I personally split out my week. So admin tasks are like the last thing on a Friday. My creativity is tends to be in the afternoon. If I want to really get stuff done and I need to Um, knuckle down and I need to focus then it's just in the morning I'm more productive in the morning so know when you work know when you're the most creative know when you're the most I guess tired from the working week but you can do things that don't necessarily need that creative steam also this may help you so I've been experimenting with this over the last few months so like I've just said I categorize what themes in my business I do when like I know when I work best I also have my to-do list in Trello, but instead of doing, and again, you you know your own way of working, but sometimes you can go like, this is all to do, and then you can put within, it's in progress, it's with the client for action or feedback. But actually, instead of that, I create a to-do list for my role that I need to step into. One of those is marketing, and I call her my alter ego of Funtime Frankie, like the character, if you like. I have another one, which is admin, who I call Miss Sparkles, because for me, it's like cleaning up, like it's like cleaning up the admin. So I need to step into that role of Miss Sparkles. And it just adds a little bit of fun and a little bit of a different dynamic to creating and getting stuff done in those areas of your business, like stepping into that role and stepping into that character. Just for me, it lifts my mood. It changes my uh, mindset kind of thing but it, I don't know it just seems to make the tasks more fun not that they're not some of them are more fun than others obviously and I've got a couple of other roles that are um, I'm the CEO leader of my business so I'm working on my business but also I need to be the connection queen and the leader for my members in the lounge so look at other ways that you can figure out your schedule so you can do blocks of time you can do characters and figure out what roles you need to step into and when. So structure a schedule around your routine to ensure that you'll be the most effective, productive and sane and you can have fun on your own in in your working day. Not that I recommend you stay on your own too much, but you know what I mean, like you have got to work on your own sometimes. And I think for me, I just have to make it fun, creative, because, you know, life's a roller coaster anyway, let alone throwing business into the mix. Like running your own gig, it's not an easy journey, but we are amazingly fortunate right now. Well, not obviously with COVID around, but I'm talking about with the internet, with the resources that we've got at our fingertips. There's never been a better time to start your own business. But I think apart from all the tools and the resources and the skills and the experience, like it's a mental and emotional roller coaster. Like you need to make sure that your mental and emotional health is in check every single day, every hour of every day, every minute of every day. And that it's not going to be plain sailing. You will have highs and lows. So I think there's tools and tips that can really help. 
And this one really helps me. Um, obviously, I've got my members now in the lounge, which is the reason why I created it. I was getting a bit fed up of working on my own all day from home, but I still use these. These definitely help me. So two top tips so far, routine and schedule and build your schedule around your routine. Okay, tip number three, habits. Cementing new habits is not the easiest undertaking. However, there is good news. Use what you already have in your routine and your schedule to create new habits and link your new habits to those cues, which are the start or the end of you doing something. So for example, in my routine, I will, after breakfast, I'll go and brush my teeth, put my makeup on, and then I will settle down and do my personal development work. Then after that, I will go to my desk and I will reply to any emails quickly, any messages, and reply to any members in the lounge. So that first half an hour is quickfire admin that I need to address for what's coming up that day. So if you wanted to introduce a new habit, let's say at the moment, if you're allowed, like going out for your daily form of exercise, where is that going to be? Is it going to be first thing in the morning before you get going? Is it going to be before or after lunch? Is it going to be the evening after your day so you can unwind? Like where do you need to put it in? Do you need to create a regular habit of outreach every day? And I think this depends on your business model, but in my experience, yes, I think you do. So where are you going to do that? Are you going to do it first thing, last thing? Where are your clients? Which time zone are they in? Like think about that as well. But actually going back to habits, like where are you going to fit that into your schedule? So think about in your day, what habits you need to create and where you need to fit them in. This is why I say get a piece of paper, write down your routine, write down your schedule, think about the habits, write them down, where can they fit into your working week, your working day. And it's not a big task, but it does take a bit of time, not that much, but it does need looking at. If you want to get the most out of your working week and you want to be productive, you want to stay sane, then I recommend that you do take the time out. Do spend 40 minutes, however long it's going to take you to get it done. And listen, you'll probably have your ideal first time around. I know I did and it wasn't working. I think I'm probably on about my fourth iteration of a schedule. And even now, I know it needs tweaking. It's only working for me about 80% right now. Like things evolve, things do evolve and, and work changes, different things come in. You're working on different goals. You need to incorporate different habits, whatever it is. So you do need to keep looking at it. But I think once you set the basic foundation structure up, then it's easier to work from. So it is worth taking the time out to do that. Tip number four, boundaries. When you're working from home, which, you know, we're all in that situation right now anyway, it's easy for the lines to become blurred between work and personal and family time, fun time, especially with easy access to screens all the time and different forms of communication. We've got like the various hundreds of different apps all the time, like WhatsApp, Messenger. We've got everything coming in. We've got various devices around the home, usually in all different rooms. It's like there's no getting away from it, but you're human. You cannot be always on you need to have boundaries in place you need to be off sometimes you need to be with your loved ones you need to have fun you need to switch your brain off from business and give it a rest it needs time to restore it needs time to recharge and we do as humans as well we're not robots we're not machines we do need to look after ourselves because if we don't well apart from the fact we're going to wreck ourselves as a human your creative ideas aren't going to come from that place they're going to come from the 
downtime. You need to make the time to be inspired. And it all comes back to setting boundaries. So you do need to set boundaries around your routine, your schedule, your habits, and ensure you've got a healthy mix of work and play. And yes, they can be difficult to enforce because your loved ones will see a change. But once you've done it once, it will get easier. And it's the same with your clients. It's no different with your clients. Like you need to practice and you need to get your boundaries in place. I remember actually doing this with one-to-one clients. Yeah, they lo- they loved it in the end. It was fine. No, I joke, no. It was really good. I actually used to run role play exercises with them and whatever they were afraid of, we would play out basically. And it worked really well. So sometimes we'd play out um, saying no, that it was really difficult saying no. Sometimes we'd play out talking about their price, actually saying their price if they were on a call. And I would challenge their like qualifications and experience. You know, you get the imposter syndrome. So that was a good one. So there's things that you can play out and role play with people on boundaries if you're feeling like you can't do it straight away with your loved ones or your clients like it's good to practice and it's good to find somebody to practice with it definitely worked for me it definitely worked for my clients and the more you practice the easier it will get so what I want you to think about is what are your working hours what are your start and finish times when do you reply to client emails is it straight away do you have a 24 48 hour window do you have days off when are they do you block out your calendar What about your weekends? What about your days off, your time off? Do you still reply to clients then? And, you know, it's really tricky because we're always accessible. So what boundaries do you need to set in place with your phone? Because it's always with you. It's always on, right? Well, time to turn it off or time to put it on flight mode. Like, what do you need to do to actually have some downtime? Because as long as it's always on, your brain will always know that it's on and it will always be thinking, oh, I'll just check my phone. I'll just check my phone. It's not a good habit to get into. (laughs) When people ask to pick your brain, are you going to let them? Do you let them for 15 minutes, 30 minutes? Do you charge them? What are your boundaries around that? When people are asking you to commit to something like that would take up a lot of your time, instead of replying straight away and saying, oh yeah, that'd be great, that sounds brilliant. Delay it and actually sit on it for 24 hours or not. But I'm asking you to just think about all these situations with your client, like client contracts as well, agreements. And think about social media, like what are your boundaries around social media, Facebook groups? It's important not to always be on the screen. And it's so easy to be on the screen when we're at home. And yes, we need it in our business every day to build our business, to help get that visibility. But you have to have boundaries. It's not at the cost of selling your soul and like being around 24 hours a day. It is not possible. And you will drive yourself into an early grave if you do that. Like it's not good to be on all the time. You need to take a step back and actually recharge. It's not good for your productivity. It's not good for your sanity. It's not good for your creativity. Your boundaries need to be in place if you're to make headway on your business. So revisit your boundaries, revisit your boundaries with clients, social media, loved ones. Look at where you need to make a few tweaks. Practice saying no. You can book a slot in my calendar if you want. You can come and practice saying no with me or whatever it is you need to do. If you can't find that person, but find somebody you can practice finding that courage and actually doing what you need to 
be doing. Okay, tip number five, creativity and fun. Oh, my favourite. You need to make time to keep your creativity flowing because it helps keep your mental and emotional health in check. You need to have new ideas. You need to have the inspiration downloads for your business. You can't keep doing the same old, same old. You will get fed up with it because you're a creative and your clients will feel that as well. So you need to keep the creative mojo in check. You need to keep those juices flowing along. So I personally would recommend that you take up a creative project or challenge yourself to do something new that you've always wanted to do but you've never had time to do. Take up that creative writing, creative drawing, sign up to a cookery course on like there's plenty of courses online at the moment that are offering free or if not discounted courses. Learn something new but let those ideas flow. Definitely get out if you're allowed and take the inspiration, take the time out that you need to let your brain unravel from its tight knit that it's been used to firing at and let it just relax. Let those ideas come, listen to music, read, watch films. I get loads of my creative ideas from films and songs and reading. Ideas are all around us. You just need to be open to them. And I think we can be in danger of getting too pent up in our head and like our brain is like so focused on one thing and actually it's like you know you've almost got the blinkers on and you're not open to the creativity that's around us so you really need to just stop occasionally and allow that creativity to drop that inspiration to drop and it will be the best feeling because from that little seed that little drop you'll never know the idea that comes out of it and you know if you hadn't have stopped it may never have come so and also what I would encourage you to do is define what creativity looks like for you and also fun because I know recently I redefined fun because I was getting so confused I was like I don't know what fun means anymore for me and I was thinking that fun was where I was five years ago in a city single that to me now is not fun like I'm actually a really simple soul and I actually get a lot of pleasure just out of the simple things in life and I like chatting with my mates I like going out for meals I like watching films I like sitting on the sofa and just being with Christoph like like I'm happy as a pig and shit like that I really am and that's not to say I don't love a good party or whatever it is so I encourage you to define what creativity and fun looks like for you because you will have evolved we all evolve every year every month like we change whether we like it or not our life changes changes our business changes and fun may look different for you now so what I would encourage you to do is have some creativity and fun in your day every day make it every day and it doesn't have to be bells and whistles it can be whatever you want it to be and I'm talking about your personal life as much as your business life but you need to make time for creativity and fun and yes schedule it in schedule it in at weekends schedule it in every evening schedule it in every morning every lunchtime whatever you need to do I'm not saying you're going to have a creative download at that point but if you stop and allow then hey you never know don't underestimate giving yourself the space and the time to just be and I think as humans we need to do more of that in our life because that's when the creativity can come in and we need it in this world and in my opinion we need it like oxygen because without creativity we don't get ideas and without somebody's idea we wouldn't have the stuff that we've got around us so just remember that Wrapping up on the five top tips to staying productive and staying sane. So the first one, routine, set it. (laughs) Two, schedule, create one. (laughs) 
Three, what habits do you need to create? Number four, what boundaries do you need to create around your loved ones and your clients? And allow that creativity and fun into your working day. So that's it. That is my five top tips to help you stay sane and productive working from home. So I hope that's helped. And thanks for listening to today's podcast. I'm already excited about connecting with you next time. Please do subscribe, rate and review this podcast if you enjoyed it. It all counts and is really appreciated. And you can also win a month's membership too. See you next time. Bye.